1: The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi. We are on Love 99.5 FM. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Jubilee Radio and Sun City Radio in Keta. Saboba FM in Saboba, and A1 Radio in Bogotanga. We are live on Twitter Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on MyJourOnline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by DuraPlus Ghana Limited. Producers of quality PVC pipes, HDP pipes and water tank. Where DuraPlus goes, water flows. This afternoon, the Pharmacy Council shuts down a pharmacy shop for administering wrong drugs leading to the death of a five-year-old boy in Kumase.
2: After using our monitoring tool and checklist, because facility did not conform to standards and they laid down practice regulations, we had to close down the facility.
1: Stay with us for more of, on this horrifying story as further investigations get underway. Also vote buying, overnight projects and the alleged persecution of James Judge Equation cited as a key factors in the Asin North by-election which concluded two weeks ago. We have details from the latest global info analytics exit polling data. Also coming up.
3: Once again to elect...
1: We'll get to hear from the former chief justice georgina theodora wood who's been looking ahead to next year's elections with hope that it will be about policies and development and not propaganda meanwhile former president john mahama has slammed government over its implementation of what he describes as poorly conceived social intervention
4: programs that has brought more suffering instead of its promised relief to the people but of course we all know that the mpp lacks prioritization because i dare say that the money that was spent in buying votes and building ad hoc roads in Kumau and Asin North could have cleared all the areas of the NAPCO release
5: We have sports. We'll bring you the key highlights of the ongoing 29th GFA Congress. Also
1: later.
0: Our continent for a long time was not allocating resources. You know, alongside its own priority, there was a lot of intent talked about, desires talked about, but not matching those desires with the resources.
1: We'll get to hear the call by New Zambian President or his colleague African leaders as he mobilizes them to work towards the prosperity of the continent. That and more in this afternoon's edition of the Midday News. Thanks for choosing us. We are your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. I am MFA Apao. Many thanks for staying with us. Now, let's start from the Ashanti region where a five year old boy has died because he was given wrong medication by a pharmacy there following a dog bite. Life Dream Pharmacy at Kenyase Ejumamam in the Kwabre East Municipality is said to have administered tetanus vaccine, painkillers, and vitamin C instead of the life saving anti rabies vaccine. Regional manager of the pharmacy council, Manager um, Benjamin Kwating Frimpong, led the operation to shut down the facility as investigations get underway.
2: a child who had been bitten by a dog was rushed to Live Dream Pharmacy in Kenya. The attendants administered ATS ingestion and gave out a pain reliever, an immune booster and an antibiotic and told them to go and administer the medications as she has prescribed uh, once they go by what has been prescribed, there is no need to seek further medical intervention. So the parents adhere to what was told them. But unfortunately, after just about one month and three days after the incident, uh, the child passed on. So when we received the letter on July 5, 2023, we decided to visit the premises. And when we got to the premises, we realized that <laughs> Things were not up to standard as prescribed. So after using our monitoring tool and checklist, because the facility did not conform to standards and they laid down practice regulations, we had to close down the facility. So we forward our report to the head office and for that matter, the disciplinary committee for further investigation and disciplinary action if need be.
1: Well, you, that's um, the the regional manager of the Pharmacy Council, Benjamin Quateng from Pong there, bringing you more on this particular incident in the Ashanti region. My former president and flag bearer of the opposition National Democratic Congress, John Mahama, has descended heavily on the government over its implementation of what he describes as poorly conceived social intervention programs that has brought more suffering instead of its promised relief to the people. He's been speaking at the Alumni Connect of the Tertiary Education Institutions Network, KNUSD chapter over the weekend.
4: Daily price increases, unending fuel price adjustments, an extremely weak currency, general incompetence, corruption, arrogance, and insensitive leadership, and criminal waste of scarce resources have made our dear country a living hell for the generality of Ghanaians. The MPP government's response has been the adoption of short sighted and ad hoc, poorly conceived programs that have done more harm than good. NAPCO trainees have been abandoned and are owed many months of salary arrears. But of course, we all know that the MPP lacks prioritization. Because I dare say that the money that was spent in buying votes and building ad-hoc roads in Kumau and Asin North could have cleared all the arrears of the NAPCO trainees. And also cleared the arrears of the buffer stock food suppliers. But unfortunately, their priorities are different
1: former president John Ramani Mahama now we know that a new polling data from global info analytics has shown that as North MP James judge benefited massively uh, from claims that he was being persecuted by government according to the research by the polling organization despite both parties engaging in vote buying most of the electorates voted for James judge including those who had been induced by the governing NPP join news editor Fred Smith joins me in studio with details of the Exit polls conducted by Global Info Analytics. So, Fred, uh, first, did the last-minute projects initiated by the government affect the electorate in terms of how they voted?
5: Well, I mean, for 37% of Ascend North voters, said the overnight project made them. Vote for the government while 46% said it made them vote against the government, with further 17% saying it did not influence their vote.
1: So, what about the issue of vote buying? How did that affect the outcome of the election?
5: Well, on the question of whether votes witnessed in any incidents of vote buying, such as cash, farm tools, bicycles, motorbikes, 96% of voters said yes, they witnessed it, while 4% did not. On whether voters had personally benefited from such inducements during the campaign or election day, 92% said yes. They got some of the inducements, whilst 8% said they did not. 72% of voters said they received inducements from both the NPP and NDC, while 15% said they received theirs from the NPP, and 13% said they got it from the NDC. However. The poll shows that of those voters who received inducement from both the NPP and NDC, 61% voted for James Datchiewsen, and 39% voted for Charles Opoku of the NPP. And for the voters who received inducement from the NDC, 73% voted for Datchiewsen, whilst 29% of those voted for Charles Opoku, but for those who got their inducement from the NPP, mm-hmm. only 58% voted for Charles Upoku, while 42% uh, percent voted for James Jachikwisin.
1: Now finally ahead of the election, there was a big issue about whether or not Jachikwisin is being persecuted. That helped the NDC candidate tell us more.
5: Well, the poll also shows that voters who thought the government was persecuting Jachikwisin voted for Jachikwezin, while 6% voted for Charles Opoku. And for those who did not like the level of vote buying in the constituency, 81% voted for James Jachikwezin, while 18% voted for Charles. Thank you very
1: much. That's uh, joining us editor Fred Smith with details from that exit poll from Global Info Analytics that had earlier mentioned that uh, Charles Sopoko of the NPP was going to win the Asin North by election. Now, General Secretary of the NDC, Fifi Kwete, is asking state institutions, including the Supreme Court and Electoral Commission, to take a cue from the Asin North electorate and reject attempts by the Kofuado administration to compromise them in the discharge of their mandate. Speaking at a Thanksgiving rally in the constituency, he said the must be made to acknowledge that the people's will cannot be monetized.
0: Tell the MPP
6: that you will not sell your soul and see your constituency go down. That is a message that Ghana needs to hear. It's a message the Electoral Commission must hear. Don't sell your soul and let the nation go down. It's a message the Supreme Court must hear. Don't sell your soul and let the nation go down.
1: On his part, i North MP James Jachikwesen decried the blatant display of wood buying in an attempt to subvert the will of the people.
6: I will not weep anymore because of the overwhelming support he showed me at the just ended by elections. They sought to subvert the will of the people with money.
1: I don't Nadia That's the Assin North MP James Jache Kwasing. Now, former Chief Justice Georgina Theodore Wood has decried propaganda in Ghana's political space, warning it is taking away the interest of so many. Speaking at the investiture of a new district governor for Rotary's District 9104, the former head of the judiciary urged stakeholders to make the next election in 2024 about development and policies and not mindless propaganda
3: only a year hence we will be preparing to go to the polls once again to elect national leaders for this beautiful country do we wish to create hope for the future by channeling our energies and other resources to developmental issues or is it going to be another and an ending trend of pure propaganda as usual. It bears emphasis that deliberate falsehoods, misinformation, and dishonesty have destroyed the reputation and homes of many. One painful truth is that in this country, there are some decent, hard-working men and women with integrity, drive, and initiative who would rather quietly stay in their little corners than venture into politics. On account of the reputational damage they fear, they may likely suffer if they did so. One important reason is that this new district and its leadership take off at a very critical time, a time this country faces serious financial challenges which have necessitated an IMF bailout
1: former Chief Justice Georgina Theodore Wood. Meanwhile, the new district governor of the Rotary District, David Osei Amankwa, tells Joining Rotary will continue to impact the world and will not relent on its efforts to eradicate polio in the world.
4: Rotary is the most, um, I would say, in Ghana, certainly it's, it's, its record of impactful service to the community of Ghana is, is without comparison. One of the most predominant areas that Rotary is well known for is polio and polio immunization has spent over $2.5 billion on, on, on polio immunization and continues to spend. Um, I think that this year we will, you will feel the impact through effective public image seminars, webinars and, thing, and, and such that you'll be invited to, to get a full impact of what
5: we've done.
1: I'll stay on issues relating to immunization and take you back to the Ashanti region where a five year old boy died because he was given wrong medication by a pharmacy following a dog bite. Well, Live Dream Pharmacy at Kenyase in the Kwabri East municipality said to have administered tetanus vaccine, painkillers, and vitamin C instead of the life saving anti rabies. Let's bring in the regional manager of the pharmacy council, Benjamin Kwating from Pong. Thank you so much for your time here on the Midday News. So, first off, uh, what exactly has been the Explanation from this particular pharmacy as to why it failed to administer the rabies vaccine. Can you hear me now, Mr. Quatting? Yeah,
7: I can hear you now.
1: Okay, I was asking about the explanation from the pharmacy as to why they failed to administer the anti rabies vaccine to this five year old boy.
7: Mm, I would say it was an administrative because the qualified personnel, the pharmacist was not on the premises either. at the time the remedy was given up. It was an attendant who gave the, the instructions so we administered the injection and gave a couple of drugs out to the caregiver and also instructed that every necessary intervention had been accepted So there was no consultation with the pharmacist or the qualified personnel. So that, that was actually what happened.
1: So, administrative error, at least, comes up in your preliminary findings. And I know that you've shut down this particular pharmacy. Beyond shutting down, we know that a five-year-old boy's life has been lost in all this. What then happens beyond just the shutting down of this pharmacy shop?
7: Um, so, we are forwarded a report to the disciplinary Committee of the Pharmacy Council. And they have the powers of the High Court. So, they will sit and look at it, whatever punishment that is seems fit with the administered. To be, so they're, they're,
1: they're with the mm. Well, this also and the re- professional
7: involved, the
1: farmers, yeah. and, and what timelines are we looking at for all this to happen, such that justice will be served?
7: So looking at the urgency of the matter, I believe in the next two weeks, uh, something will come.
1: Well, it also raises um, the issue about what may be happening elsewhere on the blind side of the pharmacy council. Are there any interim measures that you are putting in place to ensure that pharmacies do not administer wrong drugs to people that walk in there unsuspecting?
7: Yeah, we are putting out a hotline number where we invite uh, the general public to make complaints and uh, uh, reports, such to us, and also. Um we are also looking at um collaboration with the municipal and other business to assist because of the numbers we, we there is a challenge so that they, they can also inform as one of topic.
1: Mm. Well, Mr. Kwatse, once you position yourself properly, uh, may I ask, at least for those of us who go to the pharmacy, at least even the prescription, you cannot see what is written amongst others. What are we supposed to look out for when we are asking for certain drugs and others are giving to us? How do we assess, um, you know, in terms of what we are supposed to get from these pharmacy shops?
7: Um, once you enter a pharmacy... Then the first thing you have to do is to ask for the services of the pharmacy. So you have to demand. Because it's the presence or the aspect of as the pharmacy. That makes the place a pharmacy. If the pharmacy was of duty or had been contacted, I don't think this administrative would have been okay. So we should insist on seeing the qualified personnel or the pharmacy. Because if there's no pharmacy, just like any other... Uh, ou à ce qu'il y ait or facilité over-the-counter counter medicine facility.
1: Okay. Well, grateful. Uh, that's uh, Mr. Benjamin Quateng from Pong. He's the Ashanti Regional Manager for the Pharmacy Council, where we are told that if shut down a pharmacy for administering wrong drugs, leading to the death of a five-year-old boy in Kumasi, on a rather sad note, we we'll take a quick break here on the midday News, live on Joy, 99.7 FM here in Accra, in Kumasi on Love, 99.5 FM. We're on a number of affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. The midday News is sponsored by Duro Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank. Where Dura Plus goes, water flows. We return with sports and then also uh, the call by the new Zambian president to his colleague African leaders as he mobilizes them to work towards the prosperity of the continent.
0: Where we are now as a continent and as a a globe, we know that we are behind schedule with a number of SDGs. We know that. It's a no-brainer to
6: Imagine say water wake up at dawn. In no both, in no chop, where it vanished for your area for two weeks. Uh? You not get one drop safe inside your tank.
8: Room. Hey.
6: Ajia, our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor gets water with water tank. Water, water tank? Yes, water tank. Mamma mia, that water tank gets meter for checking water level. That water tank be fine past Kumasi Seligion. <laughs> that water tank be tough like Ghana and me. That water tank, they carry water pepe so say some no left inside the supply tank. What a tank! That's my boss who, Mr. Foncho, go talk.
7: <laughs> Beautiful, durable, with water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank. What a tank. By Duraplast. <laughs>
1: Thanks for staying with us. It's time for sports. The
5: 29th Ghana Football Association Congress is still ongoing in Kumasi at the Great Hall of uh, KNUST and the President Ketu Kurek has touched on many related sports issues and my colleague Delalia Atiasi was there
8: and has the latest. He announced that, I mean, the previous innovations and interventions from the FA is going to continue, including the absorbing of um, referee fees, um, the arrangement of STC bus services for uh, the referee's footballs uh, to clubs uh, and football booths as well. And uh, he also announced that this innovation will be extended to both the Division 1 and Division 2 clubs as well as women's football. And he has also announced that each Premier League club is expected to own a coast club before the start of the next football season, and in regards to this, he has announced a fifty thousand Ghana cities for each Premier League club towards this particular project. And he also announced that twenty-five thousand Ghana cities will be awarded for clubs who are going to feature two coast football clubs in at least fifteen league matches in the next season. juvenile football will now be known as coast football, and then he also went on to say or to announce that all. Regional Football Association chairman are going to receive a monthly allowance, a monthly salary of 4,000 Ghana cities, and the vice chairman are going to receive 1,500 Ghana cities. Now, one major highlight and the ongoing Congress is the fact that Congress has now confirmed the suspension of Ashanti gold from Ghana
5: football. Now, we have more from the Congress on the Join channel at 2 p.m. Back to you, Mf.
1: And then we know that a whistleblower has just sent a petition to Yeah, FIFA. and Kate
5: has reacted to that as well. So, okay. yeah, we'll bring the latest at 2 p.m.
1: Okay. Thank you very much, Mubaraka, with the latest from the world of sports. Now, residents of Wager and motorists who use the Accra-Takradi Highway are angry about the seeming lack of action by city authorities to immediately stop the perennial flooding of sections of the road. Anytime it rains, part of the major highway, which links Cape Coast, Takradi, and neighbouring, d'Ivoire become unmotorable as it is covered with rainwater and sand washed down from the hills in the area. Maxwell Agbagba has today's edition of our Flats of Drama series.
6: It is just minutes after torrential rains here in the Great Accra region. The usual chaotic scene is back on the Waja Atala section in the area close to the Tobu on Accra Takradi Highway. Parts of the road is flooded again. Here, I've met a truck driver, Isa Halidu. He slept in his car overnight after his truck got stuck in the silt on the road. Back more and wait after 30 minutes,
8: yes then The issue is a big one, but as I'm saying... I have now met
6: a concerned resident, Nana Kwesi Jana Pentin. He's always on the edge anytime he's not at home, and there are signs of rain. He's befuddled how a major road like the Accra Takroni Highway will be left to get flooded anytime it rains without
8: any intervention from city authorities. This road that we are talking about serves as the entry point to Central Region, of course, to the Western Region, and of course, to Cote d'Ivoire and beyond. And a lot of the economic wealth of this country passes through here to Takradi Harbor and all those places. But also remember tourism. We've made the Central Region for now the hub of our tourist industry, um, especially because of the castles and all that. And you do that and stay people can't have access and go there. If we don't do anything about it, there'll be a complete cut off. Nana is not the only person concerned about the situation. Stephen Odom's
6: pharmacy is very close to the highway and says says the flooding of the area is an age-old problem. I've been here for about 13 years and the the, the, the problem was there since and uh, nothing has so far been done about it. So we have to make sure that our our staffs are on on tables and stuff like that so that when we are not here and it rains, it doesn't damage that. Municipal roads Engineer for the Gasout Municipal Assembly, Daniel Sowa, says the perennial flooding and dumping of silt on the Tala section and the area close to the Weijatala go beyond the Assembly and that the Municipal Assembly cannot be blamed. Today, as I'm talking to you right now, the issue is like the Municipal Assembly has given permit for people to build over there. There's no build When you go up there, you saw there's some building down there. But those ones, there's none of them that can see that they have permits to build over there. They are all living there, you know, illegally. But you realize that the situation is so big that it goes beyond the assembly. The assembly doesn't have the resources to get those works done.
1: That's our Flats of Trauma series put together by my colleague, Maxo Agbagba. Now, God would deal with all persons engaged in illegal mining activities that is destroying forests, water bodies, and the environment in general. That's the call from the former chairman of the defunct interministerial committee on illegal mining, Professor Kwabnafrimpomwate. He says no individual participating in galamsi and other activities that degrade the environment will be spared God's punishment. Sana Sanabwachi Yadom has more from the Full Gospel Businessmen's Fellowship. To mark its 40th anniversary,
6: Professor Phimpong Boatin has, in recent times, been vilified and commended for his report on the Interministerial Committee on Illegal Mining, which names some politicians and influential persons for their alleged involvement in Galamsey. Addressing the Full Gospel Businessmen's Fellowship in Kumase, the former Minister of Environment used scriptures to drum home his campaign for the protection of the environment.
9: When we are destroying our environment. You see, we are not alone. We, All the other creatures of God are very important. God created us so that we take care of them. There are many cattle as well in Ghana. So we have bears that take care of the dead animals so that we don't get sick, vultures and so on. When was the last time you saw a vulture? Because if you attack, vultures need tall trees, and and these animals, and these bears. If you destroy their habitat, If you destroy their food, source of water, they will die. Imagine us. If somebody comes here, he's more powerful than us, he bulldozes our houses, takes away our water, our food. What will happen to us? So we are supposed to take care of these things. And we are messing up God's thing. And we think we are smart. God is not happy with that. If you look at the book of Revelations 11, verse 18, the nations are angry because your wrath has come. A time has come for you to punish the dead. And to reward the servants, the prophets, the saints who reveal your name. And the last line is, and to punish those who destroy the earth.
6: Professor from Paul Boatin says Christians should be ready to speak the truth and face the consequences.
1: That's the Nabuachi report. Now, the fate of 10 aspirants in the governing NPP flag bearer race will be known today when the vetting committee presents its report to the National Council. We know that um, the, the spokesperson for the vetting committee, Ose Bonsu Amwa Obiyamwa, says an aspirant who will be disqualified has the right to file an appeal at the National Appeals Committee before the process continues.
0: We've spent the days here since Monday. Thankfully, we have concluded on our assignment when we managed to vet the 10th person who has applied to be a presidential aspirant and a candidate for the party. By Monday, we should submit a report and by that if any person has been disqualified, he has the right to appeal to the National Appeals Committee before the process continues. It was decorous, respected the committee and answered our questions we've had no occasion to say that anybody has misconducted himself even when the person thought probably the question was unexpected they've answered the questions to our satisfaction and they themselves are aware that the rules and regulations require that they appear before us and perform their duty as required by the constitution
1: And the party is expected to open nominations for orphan constituencies of the parliamentary elections up tomorrow. And we're told that the cost of the forms is 3,000 and the additional 35,000 cities when filing. We'll bring you details of that subsequently. Now, the new president of Zambia, Hakainde Hechilema, is urging his colleague African leaders to back their talk with action and necessary funding to help alleviate the suffering of the continent's people. Well, he has also retweeted first-ever regional title Michaela Shelley has more.
6: The region was set for a nerve-wracking grand finale. One time winners Archbishop Porter girls were lost in the contest as the place turned.
5: Lena. 25.9 meters per second. That is
1: incorrect.